The Big Nerd Podcast. Explore your inner nerd. Some call it a hobby, but if you're really into something, let's face it, you're nerdy about it. Whether that's video games, statistics, old books or cars, it's all geek to host Ray Besock as he takes you into the minds of his guests and his own nerdy obsessions. Now your host, Ray Besock and the Big Nerd Podcast. (laughs) He's so nerdy. Okay, welcome back again to another episode of the Big Nerd Podcast. It is me, the B-I-G-N-E-R-D, Ray Bisak, and this week we are talking football. For all you football nerds, this is the biggest day of the year. It is the Super Bowl on Sunday, and we got the New England Patriots, and unfortunately for me, being a Dallas Cowboys fan, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, no, I can't, I can't root for the Eagles, but I know somebody else who's not rooting for the Eagles, and this is Roy Foucault, a colleague of mine, co-worker, longtime Patriots fan. Uh, he's not suffering anymore, obviously. No Patriots fans are suffering anymore. So, uh, Roy, how you, how you doing today? Yeah, it's amazing how, uh, being a kid, the Patriots were a team that were the joke of the NFL a lot of times, and now they went from one extreme to another. <laughs> Yeah, the Cowboys have been through some lean years there ever since 96, so I know exactly kind of how you feel a little bit about that. Uh, of course, the 1-15 season we had for Jimmy Johnson, or when Jimmy Johnson took over. So, But, uh, yeah, uh, again, you know, how, how do you, do, I mean, how do you not get spoiled over this? Or do you actually feel spoiled over it? I mean, you've got to feel spoiled. Well, <laughs> see, I, I always say that the difference between the younger Boston fans and the older fans, whether you're talking about... You know, the, the Bruins, the Red Sox, the Patriots, as a kid, there was a lot of heartache involved. So I know what it's like to be on that side of it. Uh, younger fans under 30 that were maybe 10 years old when this run in Boston started, you know, with all the you know, three World Series, uh, with seven Super Bowl appearances, and even a Celtics and Bruins title, they don't know what true suffering is. So I was humbled enough in my younger years that, no, I don't get, I don't feel entitled. I'm, I'm savoring every moment of this because I know it's going gonna, it's gonna to come to an end sometime. When Brady rides off into that golden sunset and whatever that is, probably 10 years down the line after five more Super Bowls probably, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of people actually give Pats fans grief nowadays because of what you said. You know, there's younger, the young, you feel the younger generation is spoiled and uh, um, entitled and, uh, but, you guys aren't the fan base that's most reviled in this in this game right now. The, that's the Eagles fans. I mean, have you, have you, have you had any experience with Eagles fans out there? Any uh, or what do you think about the Eagles fan base? Well, I was actually listening to um, the, what, the the Tony Bruno show uh, the other night, and uh, he's a Philadelphia guy, and I kind of sort of agree with him that some of it's probably overblown, but. I didn't see it, but there was supposedly an incident where after they, the Eagles won uh, last Sunday where uh, a fan punched a horse. Uh, they did it twice. And, and so that's been the joke on uh, the Boston radio stations all week about the fan base. So, I don't know, I think there's always some truth in some of the stereotypes of any fan base, um, but I think it's also overblown. I mean, I'd rather watch the game with some Philly fans than some... A certain segment of New England fans, you know, I, I hate when my own fan, you know, fan, you know, fans of the same team 
act like idiots and sound like idiots and, and whine like idiots about like officiating or or what have you. Then oh, it just goes right up my back. <laughs> and I mean, as as a Cowboys fan, I have uh, like the utmost hatred for Philadelphia, and it differs between you know fan, different different fans because as a Patriots fan, you probably who do you hate the most as a, as a team for the Patriots fan? As, as you as you as you are a Patriots fan. Probably Denver. Denver? Yeah, because the, the Patriots always had bad luck in Denver. Even when I was a kid, I remember Steve Grogan having a great year one year. Goes into uh, uh, Denver, throws a couple of picks, gets hurt, kind of ruins it the rest of the season. And, you know, Brady had, you know, they may have gone four in a row or whatever. Yeah, yeah, four in a row if it wasn't for that game in Denver a couple of years ago where, you know, Gostkowski missed the kick and that would have tied it. So, yeah, yeah Denver, Denver is easily... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, see, it's all personal experience. Like for me, as growing up, it was uh, I remember being a Cowboys fan and the Bounty Bowl, Buddy Ryan, and then there was Bounty Bowl two after that, and I and grew up just detesting Buddy Ryan, even though he's a great coach, Hall of Fame coach. You know, I you know I get that, but I can never stand the man after that. And uh, uh, we were able to get him back there in the nineties. They've they pretty much crushed us in the two thousands. It's kind of even now. So, um, but uh, looking at you know, you're talking about some of your segment of your fan base uh, talks about the refereeing. Most people will say the Patriots get the benefit of the doubt from the rest, and you see it online, and everybody's seen online about how uh, uh, the rest, the Patriots' new starting lineup, and it's the referees standing there, and <laughs> and you know, and there's there's a few other ones out there we'll get into, but you know, the Patriots have been on the end of some good calls. I mean, what started the whole thing? The tuck rule, right? I mean, well, yeah, there's no doubt that they've gotten some good, the good benefits of calls, and I'll be the first to admit that. The thing that I disagree with when, on the complaint is sometimes when they say the calls were wrong. I mean, the tuck rule might have been a dumb rule, but it was called correctly. Yep. Um, even some of the calls uh, last week um, I thought were. Legitimate calls, um, you know the the, the the quick whistle you know, that happens a lot, and I, I disagree where they say, "Well, they're going for a touchdown." Well, there was a quick whistle; they stopped running. Who knows who would have caught them or, or not? And uh, and then they got away with uh, Patrick Chung got away with a pass interference on uh, the tight end on the uh, one play that yeah that should have been called. So um, yeah, they uh, the the Patriots, uh, you know. Uh, aren't this, uh, you know, team that's getting crushed by the refs all the time. It, it It's back and forth, you know. They get some calls, and the, the only thing, the biggest thing I've disagreed with the calls this year, um, but this isn't just on the Patriots. I thought the, the point of emphasis this year has been offensive push-offs, offensive pass interference. You've seen that call a lot. And Gronkowski, yeah, he does get... He's gotten some bad calls on him about that all season, but I've seen some calls that that, that play called badly, in my opinion, on where it's benefited the Patriots against the other team. And it's a point of emphasis in the, in the officials, and I just don't agree with the way it's been called. See, what we have here is a grounded New England fan, and like, and he knows this also. There's not many of them around here because, yeah. like I said. Spoiled, you know. The, uh, you get, I was spoiled as a Cowboys fan, winning three or four in the nineties, the mid nineties, and uh, I would love to have that happen again real soon. But we'll see if Dak Prescott can get off his butt from uh, a down year this year. Um, okay, so we're gonna. I, I actually asked some people online to give me their predictions, and uh, I'm gonna have you, you know, 
answer back a little bit. I have uh, a, an Eagles fan friend of mine, Craig Lasher, who one of the more respectable Eagles fans I know, and uh, or I, I don't personally know him, I know him through Facebook and through other uh, uh, online groups. And uh, he, of course, he's got 27-24 Philly with Nick Foles being the MVP. How can New England stop that from happening at 27-24? Well, I don't necessarily think Philly's going to give up. The Patriots are going to give up 27. Um, if the Patriots lose, it's going to be... Well, I, mean, I don't know. I keep going back and forth on that. They, they uh, See, I don't think the, the, the Patriots always seem to find a way to keep it low scoring. That I think if the Patriots lose... It's actually going to be like a 2017 game that they're that the, whoever they play is effective in uh, pressuring like the Giants did the two Giants wins where they effectively got pressure on Brady you know slowed them down kept you know kept them you know kept field goals instead of touchdowns um, and so it's it's so it's end of 2017 if the Patriots get into the high 20s I, I think it's they they win you know okay. Uh, another friend of mine, Mike Sarzo, who's a Redskins fan. I'm not going to hide. Never hold that against you, Mike. Um, he's got a 37-29 New England with Danny Amendola being the MVP. Well, the way Amendola's been playing in the uh, the, the, the postseason the last couple of years, um, you know, he could have like a Deion Branch type Super Bowl. Uh, you know, Branch was so big in the, and I can never remember which one it was, but. I think that um, was the Rams one, wasn't it? No, it was the Rams. It was the Panthers or the Eagles. Oh, it was the Panthers one. Yeah, yeah, it was the Panthers one. I'm yeah. pretty, either way, I, I want to say it might have even been the Eagles. I I, I get I get them mixed up, and I, I should turn on my Patriots uh, badge then. <laughs> yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I could I could see that. Although, if a wide receiver is having that great of a day, you, <laughs> you almost think they're going to give it to 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 Brady, unless yeah, it depends on how it, it, it comes out, but. Uh, see, I don't, I'm, I don't know if the Patriots can. I mean, I respect Philly's defense, and I'm not too sure if they can they can get 37 if they get 37 points. You know, I kind of see it. I th- I see a game in the 20s myself. Oh yeah, and um, uh, Cowboys fan Craig Brower, anyone but the Eagles. That's what he says, and he <laughs> put a little funny twist on. He said, "Refs 35, feeble 16." MVP is Brady's glove, and what's they've been talking about Brady's glove all week. What is have you? What is that? I mean, well, he uh, the, he has obviously he had a finger injury from a practice before the AFC Championship game. Yeah, and, and so that was a big deal. I mean, in, he had a see a pointing. <laughs> um, he had a you know a cut on the knuckle of his thumb, and so he had the glove on in practice and so you couldn't see it and so that was the joke around he's wearing the glove and is he wearing a glove or he's not wearing a glove today and uh, so <laughs> I think a lot of people were uh, jo- joking about how uh, Brady's glove is going to be uh, sh- uh, shilling sock the bloody sock yeah. you know uh, before the AFC Championship game it didn't turn out that way because you know, didn't see him he uh, wasn't bleeding through the glove you know like shilling sock and another piece of uh, Boston yeah. lore that you uh, you see, you're so lucky right now. I swear. Um, yes, yes, that's jealousy coming through, and you know it is. I suffered through the '90s, having the worst <laughs> sports decade of my life. <laughs> uh, and uh, well, he had that one Super Bowl in the '80s, though, at least. But unfortunately, you want to forget that one too. So, well, uh, yeah, they got there, and, and then and it was easy to overcome because that was the same year the the, the Celtics, uh, you know, won uh, another title. 
Yeah, see, even when the games are going bad, things are going good in Boston. I mean, the the 90s, at least the Patriots did get to a Super Bowl, um, but the Patriots were always behind Red Sox and Bruins on my fan list, so I didn't... uh, So it wasn't enough to overcome how bad the the Red Sox and Celtics (laughs) and Bruins were a lot of times. uh, Cowboys fan, I got a lot of Cowboys fan on my Facebook. I can't help it, but uh, Bill Newcomb, uh, Pat's twenty four thirteen, Brady's the MVP, and Philly burns to the ground because <laughs> they get they're so mad for losing a second Super Bowl to Tom Brady and the Patriots. Yeah, that would uh, th- th- see that would be the actually that'd be kind of a score I kind of would expect. You know, twenty four thirteen. You kind of hit jokes. See, I respect Foles. I think he's going to be better than people say. Sometimes you think you know you hear. It, the talk always gets overstated, you know. So coming into the Final Four it was, you know, the you know Boston. Some of the talk show guys, you know, it's Brady versus or Dan Shaughnessy wrote a column about this. You know, he doesn't think Shaun- you know, the Brady losing to Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, and um, uh, Case Keenum, and uh, and I sort of I kind of feel that way a little bit. And um, you know, Foles could turn into a pumpkin, you know, on Super Bowl S- Sunday. I'm hoping he does. You know, I'm hoping <laughs> like it's. I want a blowout for a change where the Patriots are winning instead of the game doesn't go down to a wire. But I kind of see like uh, 24-13 kind of fit in what I would think. And uh, my English friend Matthew Barham says 49ers. Matthew? Shame on you. Go back to the pitch, sir. Back to the pitch. Next year, maybe. Maybe Jimmy G can get him there next year because that was the yeah. Patriots' uh, backup plan right there. He's undefeated as a starter. He's undefeated, man. I mean, he might... You never know. The Niners might uh, might turn it around next year. Now they're definitely not going to go undefeated, but uh, let's see. Or you could turn into Scott Mitchell. You know, very true. <laughs> very true. Has a good year, and then uh, and once they get the you know, teams that can scout him more, you know, he's, I think he'll be all right. Oh yeah, I think I think he did a great job. I mean, I yeah. think I mean the Niners were trash the whole year until they got him, and then all of a sudden he just turns into Superman. I mean, it's like okay. Guess we learned well under Brady, <laughs> yeah, well. which is not the best, not the worst person to learn under. Because uh, if uh, I guess he's got a TV show coming out or something, Brady does uh, a, a Facebook. I think episode it's a Facebook four. live thing. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, not think, live. It's a Facebook. It's a Facebook video thing yeah. uh, that they're showing in in episodes. Because I know the WWE does a mixed match challenge on Facebook Live or whatever, and I think it's the same thing with Brady. It's it's a recorded thing, but it's a, it's episodic. Yeah, episode four I think comes out today. I haven't really watched any of it. It's not really. I mean, I may eventually get around to it, but uh, it's some of it. And the only reason why I think I will is because they talked. The reviews said that some of it has to do with some of the behind the the football scenes. You know, and, uh, that might be interesting. Um, so I'll eventually might give it a look. I think I, I saw Giselle on there saying um, that you know nobody she, do, she she knows nobody like him and that he's so focused on winning. He's so competitive, and you know you find there's not a lot of players out there that can back it up. And like I said, Brady's backed it up more than one occasion several times. Um, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I can understand people not liking Brady because if you're if you're because he's winning and he's beating your teams. But aside from that, I mean, from a pure athlete standpoint, I mean, how can you not, you know, at least appreciate and respect what he's done being a six-round draft pick always? Nothing was ever handed to him, not at Michigan, not at New England. And the, the drive to, to get better has stayed even with, you know, 
he's seventh Super Bowl, eight eighth Super Bowl, whatever it is. <laughs> he's lost track. I don't blame him for losing track, track either. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, eighth because yeah, because he's five and two. Um, staying hungry at this late, you know, it's so it's easy to get complacent. I mean, you've seen we've seen athletes all the time. They get their title in different sports and, and or their big contract, and and they it, it's maybe human nature or something. And the fact that he's stayed driven to win, um, I mean, you got to respect that. I mean, if you don't, not a fan because of the the laundry, you know. Yeah. Um, again, and we see it on Facebook. You know, we our, our friend Chuck, our mutual friend Chuck, yeah. who hi Chuck by the way, uh, who is a Dolphins fan, and he puts up a lot of these interesting, you know, uh, arguments against Brady. Uh, you know, cheating Tom and et cetera, et cetera. And some of them are not so PG, but um, uh, I, I, and going along with that, I saw Terrell Suggs interviewed recently where he was saying, you know, I don't like Brady, he don't like me. Uh, you know, just talking about how the videotaping and all that. How as a fan, I mean, you get a lot, obviously, but how as a fan do you handle that kind of, you know, stigma in, in a way? Because, you know, the... There's the there's the Spygate thing. There's the uh, uh, videotape. What you know? What I mean, well, uh, the hate in general of the Patriots. You know, as a fan, you just sort of at some point you just embrace. You know, you're not going to change. It's, you're not going to change people's minds who think they cheated their way to the success. It's not worth the the, the effort to to try to convince them. So I mean, do I wish some of these things didn't happen? Yeah, of course. But I also understand that. One, most of the people who talk about Spygate can't even tell you what they're talking about <laughs> because it, it, they think it's, it's something that went on from 2000 to 2007 and when all that it was was what the Patriots were taping at the beginning of the 2007 season because the NFL sent out a memo saying you can't videotape from the sideline like they were doing, but they didn't send it to the Patriots. They sent it to all the teams because all the teams were doing it. And the NFL was, was getting fed up with it. So anything that happened before that didn't happen. There, there was no videotaping of the Rams practice, which people get wrong. And the, the guy, the Boston Herald writer who wrote a story about the supposedly someone having it, even admitted that his source was wrong and the, and the story was wrong. You know, but people ignore that. You know, and, and, the, and the, I don't, as far as the, the flake gate, I don't even know what, what did or didn't happen. Um, because the footballs weren't underinflated, <laughs> even though Chris Mortensen finally, you know, months later finally admitted that, you know, that that, that was wrong. The one football that was d- deflated was this happened to be the one that the Colts intercepted and was on their sidelines for a minute. You know, <laughs> now was there something going on? You know, maybe I mean with Br- the way Brady handled the the his cell phone. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I think I personally think he got real mad. I may have the timeline wrong, but he got real mad the Jets game when the, the footballs were way overinflated and maybe caused us to think about that. And, and so maybe something was, you know, one of the games afterwards that they were playing around to make sure that wasn't happening. The, the, the thing I can never quite figure out with the, 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 with, with the logic it, with the football was this. They said... Well, of course Brady knew because they're not going to, uh, the, the, the guys who deflated the football, they're not going to do something without the quarterback knowing it. Okay, but the quarterback checked the balls, and the so-called deflation happened after they checked the ball before the game. <laughs> so they're going to do something after he checked the balls? You know, so, 
you know, it's, you, would, you would think he would notice it right away. I mean, yeah. Because quarterbacks have to grip the football. I mean, yeah. they, you know, it's, they for a tight spiral, they have to grip it a certain way. So obviously, so and, and you listen to some of the other quarterbacks, and they and they you know, they say there's always something going on with the football. That you know, Aaron Rodgers talked about him wanting to have it overinflated because that's how he how he likes it. And you know, if you listen to the actual most of the actual people involved, either coaches with any of this, they'll say. Most of it is, is either overblown or, or minor or something like that. But in, in, in some of these things, as far as if you say cheating, what you will, or, or bending the rules, this, you know, the Saints, you know, the Niners way back with the stick them on the gloves. I mean, everyone's pushing the boundaries of the mm-hmm. rules. The one that gets the attention of the teams that winning. You know, if the Patriots weren't winning, none of this would be news. You know, and the Saints. It'd be yeah. on somebody else. Yeah, no, like the Saints. Yeah, the Saints were winning. The uh, Bounty Gate kind of brought them down and. Uh, you know, a, there was a few things that happened with the Cowboys back in the day. So I mean, uh, the whole free agency thing—that's why they implemented free agency because <laughs> the Cowboys were pretty good back then. Obviously, as, as I remember very clearly, because that's all I have to go on for right now. Um, uh, do you think uh, what's what's the most ridiculous like scandal you think the Patriots are? Is it? Is that, it's got to be Deflategate, though. I mean, after we just talked about it, but yeah, because in the end, it was it was an equipment violation. You know, it should have been, you know, it, it should have been what at best a fine, you know, for, you know, for something because stuff like this happens. I mean, because if you, you I go back to the the stick them on the gloves or something, you know, I think that was just a fine or or, or something. I mean, um, I, I I think like the, the, the that the snowballed into something that got out of control instead, you know, with bad information from the start and. Um, you know, so I, I I would think the way that kind of blew up was probably the most ridiculous. Yes, thing. it's the information age. You know how it is. Somebody tweets something out without having the full. Oh, it's true. It's true. And then oh, got retracted. Got retracted. You know, because I've been guilty of that once. I'm not going to say when, but once. Um, all right. So prediction time. What's your prediction? Who's going to win? Obviously, I know who you're picking. Uh, score and uh, who's the MVP. Uh, full MVP Eagles six nothing. Yeah, uh, six nothing. All right. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, it's hard not to go with the quarterback for the MVP. So I'll say Brady's MVP and twenty seven twenty one. Although I wish it would be forty five seven. And uh. as, 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 as again as a uh, as a, a fan of the Cowboys when they beat the Bills twice back to back in blowouts. Uh, they're much easier to, to have fun with, I would tell you that much right now, because uh, I think you guys have – the largest margin of victory is what for you guys? Um, it's like six or – it's never been a touchdown. It's never been a, like a seven or eight-point game, I don't think. Yeah, because um, a couple of them were one on a field goal, so that was – yeah, Vinatieri. And, and the overtime last year was six points, so that actually might be the biggest. Um, Maybe may, may be. The, I think one. that was the biggest one. And, and the irony of, 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 of oh, that's probably a bad use of that word, but um, <laughs> the, the ironic, huh? The grammar police. <laughs> but the interesting part is, is that you, you, I've actually heard that as a, a, a criticism on how the the the, the Patriots not that great because how all their victories have been close. I don't know. I always thought it just all that mattered was you you win or lose. I mean, you know, you you know they talk about how lucky the, the they were the, the the Patriots were with the Seahawks, 
Okay, so if they run the ball in instead of uh, throwing, you know, maybe the Seahawks win that one. But if uh, David Tyree doesn't catch the ball on his helmet or Asante Samuel on the play or two before that catches an interception that was right in his hands, um, they went, they go 19-0. and 0. So I, I, as a baseball guy, I'm, I'm big that of, of things kind of average out or uh, so it's a, a balance out at, at some point, you know, so... Um, oh, yeah. I don't want. I don't mean that. Cause I hope they go five and three. And yeah, yes, that's what I was saying. You, you <laughs> so, hope they don't balance out Sunday. Because, yeah. Um, and, and I, I, as I said earlier, I, I there's no way in heck, even though I was forced to write the Eagles winning the Super Bowl column for the later of the Sunday, uh, every ounce of me didn't want to write it, but I did. Uh, but I, I got to go with the Patriots, and I'm not a big Patriots fan either, because you know I'm I'm a big fan of parody. I want to see a new team win it, but I cannot bring myself to root for the Eagles, and I cannot pick them to win this game, despite what might be in the ledger on Sunday. That's not my heart, because <laughs> gosh darn it, I can't go there. Um, I got to say, Patriots 28, Eagles 20. I think Brady gets is uh, how many MVPs is this going to be for him? I think he's the MVP in all of them that they won except the Deion Branch one. That's that's amazing, though. I mean, yeah. again, that's a testament to Tom Brady's greatness right there. And well, you know, it, you know, people can use whatever derogatory term they want to describe him or the or the or the, or the Patriots, but I mean, he's been a starting quarterback for 16 seasons now. You know, to take out the year he got hurt, you know, in 2008, and the first year you know, when he was a backup to Bledsoe. Oh, I remember, I remember uh, the, that. That game, that 2008 game, the game of the year, we were at yeah. Lucky's, and I was I watched your face when he got injured, yeah. and you're like, it's, it's gonna become crestfallen. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I don't blame you on that one, but yeah, I'm just first, uh, yeah, first, first, yeah, first couple of plays, but you know, that means Brady has now been in 16 seasons as a starter, eight Super Bowls. I mean, one every other year. You know that. I mean, that is, you gotta respect, you know, respect that. And the other thing, we gotta give Belichick. Credit. I mean, look at some of the team like this this team this year. The the defense. I mean, they talk about that. For, the big thing about when they beat the Rams, how it was a no you know no name on defense or something. Well, if you kind of look at some of those players, Ty Law, you know, uh, um, some of the you know the linebackers, you know, Teddy Bruschi, they were all pros or later became all pros. What he's done, the way he's kind of eighteen undrafted players on on this team. Yeah. I mean. He, I don't know. I, at some point, you got to get to, you know Belichick's easy to hate. I mean, he kind of annoys me at times. <laughs> uh, but I mean, you got to appreciate. I mean, at least respect. You know what that is, and it's not all cheating. I'm sorry. You know, unlike <laughs> un- 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 what some people might think, though. Uh, anyway, I hope everybody enjoys the Super Bowl Sunday, no matter who you're rooting for. Though, um, obviously, I. Rory's uh, going to be working Sunday. Thank, thanks, thanks, thanks for that, by the way. Cause it's not my fault. No, I'm not. Actually, oh, you got Brady and I switched. Oh no, good for you. Good for you. So you actually got the. All right, yeah. good. Uh, I felt bad about that, but I took the day off. <clears throat> I'm going to be sick that day. Um, <laughs> uh, also, uh, and of course, uh, was it call out Monday or something? They call it. They called it something recently. Uh, the Monday after the Super Bowl. I can't remember what they uh, called it. I forget. Yeah. Uh, uh, make believe or whatever. I mean, anyway, anyway. I hope you all enjoy your game. Uh, matter if you're watching it for the commercials or you're watching it for for pure sports reasons. Uh, Super Bowl's always an extravaganza. Uh, you may even just watch it for the halftime show. I don't know. Either. Anyway, hope you enjoy your game or the the big game, and uh, we'll see you next football season. Uh, hopefully, uh, 
big things happen for you in the draft and everything. Uh, you guys always forfeit draft picks because you're always cheating. So, <laughs> I was actually they actually have a first rounder finally. Um, actually, I was rooting for a Patriots Cowboys, Patriots Cowboys, the Patriots Vikings. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a I like traditional teams or yeah, I guess teams or yeah. something like that. Eagles always fell into that. Panthers, Falcons, uh, they've always fallen into that. Who cares? You know about them. You know the Giants. I used to like the Giants and, uh, until, and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and then uh, and then the you know it's funny enough. You know back in the eighties and uh, and the Rams. I mean they were kind of old time teams. The rest of those pa- Patriots opponents were like fall into that. I don't hate them. I just don't care. <laughs> All right, actually, one quick thing I wanted to ask you: um, logo. Do you prefer the new Patriots logo versus the old one, or do you like the old? Uh, what do they call it? Pat them? Patriot. Pat the Patriot. Usually down and dirty football. You know. Usually I'm a traditionalist, but uh, and I don't mind that for a throwback day here or there. But I like the new. I like what they're wearing now, partly because it's associated with the winners. But I also like the blue better than the red. Uh, yeah, I, I, when they first changed it, when you know when Parcells was there, um, and they tweaked the uniform since then, uh, the, the the colors a little bit. Um, I like what they have now the best. You know, I, sorry, I, I like the flying Elvis better than Pat Patriot. I, I love the old Patriots uniforms—the red, the white, and the you know, uh, it was just—it was just—it stood out. And that that helmet was an iconic helmet throughout you know NFL history. It's just—it's it was just—it was just awesome to me. It's just—it's it's, I always remember that growing up, and it's like I don't see like I, I loved. I don't think they even wore them this year. I don't think. No, I think th- I think the problem I read was something to do with. The uh, concussion um, program mm-hmm. that they that uh, I, I guess I don't know why they can't have two certified helmets or something, but it has to it has to do with the concussion thing. I remember with the helmets. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least at, at least that's what I I thought I remember reading at one point. Well, either way, uh, stay safe, everybody. On Sunday, no concussions. If you're going to be drinking, don't be driving, please. Uh, anyway, this has been the Big Nerd Podcast, Ray B. Sock. Roy Fuco. And remember, nerd is not just a four-letter word. It's a lifestyle. (laughs) Go Cowboys.